Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Best Show Best, the best of the best show. And you can find out more about The Best Show over at thebestshow.net. It airs live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you're new to the program, this show, are uh, these are little bite-sized bits and greatest hits type samples of what we do every week. So if you like this, maybe you check out the full show. And if you want to support The Best Show... We have a Patreon set up over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. That is how you support the program. It is listener-sponsored now, and you give what you can, and we appreciate it. And there are prizes and benefits at all different levels of giving. So again, go to patreon.com slash thebestshow and support the show. And now please, without further ado, check out this episode of Best Show Best. Best Show, hi. Tell you who's not angry, me. <laughs> hey, Tom, it's Milt. Hi, Milt. How's it going? It's 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 going all right. Good. Getting real crisp out there. You know, uh, I feel like fall is is almost here, isn't it? Yeah, fall's uh, right around the corner, Milt. You know, I really enjoy fall. I, I, I'm unlike a lot of people. I know a lot of people love the spring and the summer, and I just love the sights and the smells of, of fall. Oh, sure, some might see fall as, as the end of, of summer and, and the beginning of winter, and, and some might say that winter signifies death. But, you know, I, for one, I feel like it's... Conceivable. I just want to say the, this is uh, the Earth is taking a nap. This is my brother-in-law during um, Milt during the fall. He's married to my Earth. sister Cheyenne, and, and it basically needs time to rejuvenate. And, I mean, look, and it's got these, he's an all right. All this time to rest. And, Milt's an all right guy. I don't want to get the wrong impression. When it becomes spring and but summer, like, you know, in, in April or May, or he's one of these guys who he's like and he's so, always yeah. like. There's so many happy about, about everything that, that I love. and it's always like he always I mean, is saying like it's all good though like that kind of, when any kind of strife or struggles happening and um you know i gotta just say i kind of have a hard time trusting anybody who is like not phased by things in life you know I, I I I love all the drinks they have, but I I, I especially like uh, Starbucks new stuff, like the spiced pumpkin latte. Uh, Cheyenne, of course, loves the salted caramel mocha. You know, but it's all good though. Just say, yeah, yeah, those those are all great drinks, uh, Milt. I also love the fall food that Starbucks has to offer. Um, my favorites are, if I had to pick three, my, my favorites are the pumpkin cheesecake. I love the pumpkin iced cookie. And also, they've got this new spiced pumpkin. Hey, hey Milt, I'm, I'm, look, I appreciate you calling and, you know, but um, is there anything other than the Starbucks fall menu that you wanted to talk about? 
Oh, um, yeah, sure. Um, oh, I um, have you been watching the Ken Burns Vietnam series on PBS, the documentary? Um, no, uh, Milt, I haven't been watching it. Oh, it's it's very powerful so far. My only criticism is that um, they haven't played Jimi Hendrix's version of All Along the Watchtower yet. Yeah, because that song seems to be in literally anything that has to do with Vietnam. Yeah, it's the best Vietnam War song. That's why he wrote it. That's why, well, Bob Dylan wrote it. Yeah, I think he, 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 he knew that the Vietnam War was going to be, was going to be really popular. That it would and, just, and big. Uh huh. Yeah. So he knew that, the, so the two of them knew, Jimi Hendrix and Bob Dylan both knew that this song would look really, uh, commanding over the top of like footage of like bombs going off and stuff like, dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. I think so. Well, I didn't. I never thought that they were so so uh, aware of it. But they were very forward thinkers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I tell you, I'm just glad they got Peter Coyote, Earth's only narrator, to narrate the thing. I mean, nobody else could possibly do it, and I think we can all agree on that. You know, it's all good though. On on Peter Peter Coyote. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah, who, I guess everybody, what's, what does it imply? He's bringing all this wisdom to a thing? I think so, yeah. I mean, he's, he's the king of it. I have, I have 65 audiobooks, and he narrates 60 of them. <laughs> uh, just of him reading these things. Yes, yeah. He just has that commanding presence, I guess. Absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's half coyote. What's that? He's half coyote. Peter Coyote is half. I I don't know if that's true. I think he's. He, uh, uh, I think he is. Yeah. I think he's a hundred percent human. Actually, I don't know. We could yeah. argue about that all night, probably. Yeah, but it's you all probably. Good, I'm sure you could, Milt. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting uh, about what's these it? Ken Burns documentaries? What, what's that, Milt? When they they read those letters home from soldiers. Yeah. I'll tell you the ones from in the Civil War one. They're so poetic. Mm-hmm. They are like you know, like just uh, like one would be something like, uh, "My dearest Eloise, a general Grant may have my weary, broken body in his sights, but I shall not give up the cause until I taste your sweet kiss once again as we walk through the streets of our beloved Charleston, your eternal love, Jessup." And those were the guys that didn't even go to school. Yeah, very. That's how they talked back then, I guess. Very, very formal and 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 proper. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you, even the letters um, home from these soldiers in in this Vietnam one are, are pretty eloquent, you know. Okay. And uh, but it gets you thinking when yeah. we see documentaries about about now, and they have correspondence between people now is it going to be something like i don't know like uh dudes uh was on my way to see zach brown bro but i pounded so much dew i needed to take a squeeze real bad bro pulled into a mickey d's and you're never going to believe this bro but they totally have mcribs again later bro connor is it going to be like that i guess it will be and i guess instead of Bill, instead of them showing like a letter in the things, like scrolling across mm-hmm. the graphic, I guess they'll just show like f- phones. I guess, yeah. 
it'll just be like the camera will longingly pan across an iPhone 7. I, I don't see how that's not how it's going to go. I mean, it's it's laughable, but you know, it's probably it's probably true. You know, but but you know, you have to have to look at it this way. Things change, time changes. You know, it's all good. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, it is all good, Milk. Oh, hey. We've reached our cruising altitude of twenty thousand feet. Skies are clear, and it looks like we'll actually be landing in Cincinnati about 25 minutes early. We thank you for choosing to fly with United. Hope you have a great day. <laughs> what, what, is, what is that? Why, what are you are serious? You, yeah, well, I have no idea what you're doing. Crack the internet much? It don't sound like you do. It's talk like a pilot day. Oh. Uh, over to the left is the Grand Canyon, and uh, for those of you on the right, if you look real hard, you can see the St. Louis Arch. Uh, it is, of course, the gateway to the Pleasure Dome. Uh-huh. Hey, Milt. <laughs> I could uh, do that all night. I'm sure you could, Milt. Um, but it's talk like a pirate day. Not, what? Not um, like a pilot. Talk like a pirate day? What, like... Like you talk like Kent Tacovi or Willie Stargell or Dave Parker or Manny Sanguin? No, not like a get Pittsburgh it. pirate. Oh. Um like a like a, a sea a seafaring pilot. You know? Oh, like uh You better hand me those doubloons, see, or uh I'm gonna okay, put this musket ball in your behind and throw you overboard, see? And then as I, you're doing it you're Flicking that big cigar. The words you're saying are spot on, right? Mus- musket and doubloon and yeah. And, but I feel like you're doing that. Sounds just like a like a like a '30s mob guy. Isn't that? I thought. I don't know. Uh-huh. Are you sure you're gonna talk like that? That pirates talk like? I'm pretty sure. Look, Sean, you're gonna walk the planks, eh? No, that's not. Oh. No. That's, well. I don't know what to say. Yeah, this has actually been a lot of fun. Uh huh. Getting to talk to you on on the best show. Sure. Uh-huh. I've never actually heard the show before. You know, Cheyenne always told me not to listen to the show because you just basically complain about food or you talk about candy bars, which you did do a lot of already tonight. But she also told me not to listen to it because she pl- you play what she calls maniac music. Maniac music. That's, yeah, there's that's one band one. specifically. She said that you always play. They're called the Giant Dogs, and they're very offensive. It's like porno rock. Uh huh. Well, yeah. that's not true. First of all, they're a rock group. Um, but also, Cheyenne is one to talk. Like her musical taste is very, very odd. I mean, like I remember when we were kids. Like, I'd play any kind of rock music, and she would really, it would drive her up the wall, because the only thing she wanted to hear, and the only thing I remember her liking or playing was that song, Music Box Dancer. Oh, yeah, what's well, funny, she still listens to that every morning when she's doing her thousand push-ups at the foot of the bed. She listens to Music Box Dancer by Frank Mills. Over and over, and, and she does fast push-ups, but it plays for at least... Probably plays at least thirty times. Uh huh. It's haunting me. And you think it's going to be over? It's a quick song, but it's feel. It's like two minutes long. It feels five minutes at least. Yeah, it's it's and it never ends. Yeah, it's true. 
But, you know, other than the music box dancer, all she listens to is New York Philharmonicus. But the New York Philharmonic? That's, I didn't know she was uh, big on classical music. No, no, not, not the New York Philharmonic. New York Phil, the harmonicist. Why? Wait, New York, I don't know what New York Phil, the harmonicist is. Yeah, he, he's, a, well, he's a guy named Phil, obviously, and uh, he's from New York, and he plays the harmonica. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, it's, I don't really like it at all. It's, it's that thing where it's like, it's a guy who you know is not bluesy at all, has no, no dirt under his nails. Yeah. But he's blowing harp. He would call it blowing harp, but he's not. He's basically just playing the harmonica, and there's like no real soul to it at all. Sure, it's just, yeah, yeah it's just like, it's like he's just technically okay. At best, yeah, and he's got this giant bushy mustache, and you can hear it in the harmonica. It's oh, really sick. I could, it's thro- sick. I could throw up. Right? I know. Like thinking about hearing the harmonica, the the bristles running against. Yes, and 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 she has DVDs of his, and in the DVD, every, like after every song, he puts the harmonica. He takes it out of his mouth, and like you can hear it rub against oh, his, his mustache. That's the worst. And then then there, he puts it in this cup, and it's like a it's a glass, and you can see it. You can see through it because glass is clear. <laughs> glass is clear. Milk. And he puts it in, and it's so gross. You could just see all the stuff in it. Yuck! I don't want to. Gross. That's brutal. It is, yeah. yeah, yeah. But she buys all the CDs, and and uh, uh-huh. you know, speaking of buying CDs, um, I no, forget it. it, it it's been really good talking to you, Tom. No, I'll, no, I'll go. No, no, no. Well, go ahead. Go ahead with what you were going to say, Milt. Um, jeez. Oh, um, well. I don't know if you happen to hear about it, and I can't imagine anyone has sent you a link about it, but um, last week, Gene Simmons announced this thing where he's selling a vault full, full of his demos, uh-huh. and it's 10 CDs, and it's this cool coffee table book and a doll of his. It's kind of like the music version of that box set that uh, that guy put out as a favor to you and John. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, the um, the box set, uh, the vault sells for two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. yeah. And there's these two special experiences you can buy for extra. Mm-hmm. He's offering this producer experience where you get to sit in a recording studio with Gene and listen to unreleased songs that weren't good enough to even make the the vault. And how how much does that cost? That's twenty five thousand dollars. Oh my God, that that's insane! Well, he's also got this other package called the Home Experience, and with that, Gene comes to your house and he stays for two hours and he parties with you and twenty-five of your friends. Uh huh. The Home Experience. Yes. And how how much does the Home Experience cost? That's fifty thousand uh-huh. dollars. That nuts. Yeah, that's that it's really nuts. it's cool though. He 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 talks to your friends and he mingles with everybody. He'll play guitar if you have one there, and it even says he's going to be in full lozenge sucking mode the entire time. Uh-huh. And he's even promised to put aside his usual, you know, his palpable contempt for his non-hot, non-female fans and act like he's having a good time at the party. Uh, he seems so easygoing. 
and so so comfortable. He does, yeah, very fun. It's easy for him to just cut, just to lower his guard. Yes, and I think he enjoys hanging out with his fans on, on a one-on-one basis, especially for two hours. Just hearing them, just for him to be in full listening mode. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, him just, like, not talking about himself and just caring about what his his fans say. Yeah, as they, and just then really going, "Uh uh-huh, yes, yes, Mm mm-hmm. I work at, um, I I work on a loading dock, Gene, and, um, you know, um, I I listen to your music a lot when I'm unloading those, um, uh-huh. Giant canisters of toothpaste, yes. and I'm I'm rolling them up the uh, up that uh, that ramp. Yes. And uh, I tell you, sometimes you know you get a you get a mm-hmm. a, a, a barrel that's that's a little heavier. You know, they they average around 500 pounds, Gene. And sometimes you know, sometimes they're they're 520, and those are hard to get up the ramp. Sometimes they're they're less. Very interesting. It has been uh, a, t- a treat getting to hear you talk about rolling toothpaste barrels up a hill, uh, right? a ramp, a ramp. I, I think that's what it's it's probably like. It must be. I got to say though, I have what, what kind of you no know, and what kind of idiot would would spend fifty thousand dollars on a two hour party with Gene Simmons? Hey, you shouldn't insult your own brother in law like that. That hurts. Wait, wait. You don't mean to say that you actually bought the $50,000 package. Well, it seemed like a really good idea at 3 a.m. Saturday morning after taking ecstasy. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Wait, you you do take ecstasy? Of course I do. But don't tell Cheyenne, please. She'd be very upset, and, and I think she'd possibly divorce me. Yeah, well, Milt, I, I got to say, she's going to divorce you for spending $50,000 on a Gene Simmons uh, party. You know, the, the more I think about it, I, I don't know what she'll be more upset about. That the, the man who wrote She's So European, Cadillac Dreams, and The Street Giveth and The Street Taketh Away is tromping around her house, or the fact that I spent all of Lennon and McCartney's college funds to get uh, him in our house. Yeah, I, I still can't believe that you named your kids Lennon and McCartney. Milt! Get off the couch! You know better than that! Or, or that you named your own your dog Milt also. That's a cool name, you know, but it's all good, though, right? Um, you know, Milt, actually, I got to say, it's not all good, because um, that was the college fund for for your kids. Like, what what are you going to do 
when that bill comes comes due? Well, that's that's why I'm calling you. Uh huh. Okay, um, Tom, if you could just find it in your heart to bless me with just one of your monthly checks, Cheyenne will never know that the college funds were gone. With what? What? One a month. One of my monthly checks. Yeah. What, what? What monthly check is this? Your monk check. Look, I know you're too humble to talk about being the executive producer and the showrunner of the hit show Monk. Uh, yeah. Okay. I never ran the show, and that ended seven years ago. What? That's yeah. impossible. Yeah, it, it ended a long time ago. No. I keep seeing new episodes. Of what? Monk. New episode. Yes. I, I, I have, what new episodes? Well, oh man, what are some of my recent favorites? Um, well, um, uh, there's one from season 18, which I loved. Mr. Monk and the Missing Gas Station. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll nutshell it for you. Captain Stoudemire's son, who's now running the police station, and, and his name's Captain Stoudemire Jr. He asked Monk to investigate the case of a gas station that's vanished in the middle of the night. But it turns out that the gas station was still there, but it was obscured by an invisibility ray. Uh-huh. Yeah, real... yeah, the show's really taken a cool sci-fi turn. Yeah, it sounds like Great a real... Great job. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, you're like Chris Carter in a way. Oh, jeepers. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, and, and also, one of my favorites from season 19. Uh-huh. Mr. Monk and his 11th assistant. Okay. I love that one. Um, basically, after Monk's assistant Janet retires, Monk hires a new assistant named Betty. And he hires her just in the, in the nick of time because her son, Clark, keeps getting his lunch stolen every day by a scary-looking criminal who's hovering around the schoolyard. Why would someone steal Clark's lunch? Yeah, a real, real, real puzzle there. Huh? Right? Well, it turns out that the paper bags that the lunch is packed in are actually made out of diamonds. Ah, uh, okay. Another great job. Kudos to you, Tom. Um. Um. Oh, my favorite though is, is yeah. from uh, season twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Mr. Monk goes to Costco. Uh, all right. Monk gets a free membership to Costco, and so he he starts shopping at the store with his assistant Karen. She's new. Uh huh. And he gets freaked out by the the free food samples, and he eventually discovers a dead body near the pet food. Okay. And it, but it turns out that the person was killed by the manager of a BJ's wholesale, who's played by Gary Cole. And this episode is, is famous because it, it's the one in which Monk watches 25 minutes of the Big Bang Theory on a flat screen TV set up in the electronic section. Uh, I I gotta say, Milt, I, I I have literally no idea what you're talking about. Oh come on! Look, you don't have to be ashamed of your vast wealth and status in the industry. I see all those Emmys on your mantle whenever we go over. Uh huh. Well, those are uh, punt, pass, and kick trophies, Milt. And I I don't have a lot of money. Oh, really? Well, not just anybody can afford motorcycles themed for each of the Pink Floyd albums, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, it, it, I, I, I've not talked about this on, on the show before, but um, 
I, I the only of the the only motorcycles from the from the album series that I have so far are uh the covers of Umagama, the uh Moore soundtrack and uh the Division Bell. Like there's a lot of other bikes I need to get before I'd have all the Pink Floyd motorcycles. Well, I, I think you can certainly afford them. And and look, what about the Progmobile? It, it, it must have cost a pretty penny to make a Ford Focus look like the creature on the cover of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's Tarkus album. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. The it wasn't cheap to do that, and it's Where one. Did you get the idea for that from the album cover Tarkus. Right. Yeah, it's pretty pretty clear path to the idea. Okay. It's like, what if I could drive the Tarkus? And I did, uh, I mean, the one touch I'm most proud of is, um, the, uh, the, uh, there's an iPod welded right into the, the, the foundation of the, of the car that only plays Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. That's pretty cool. What's your yeah. favorite ELP song? My favorite ELP song, um, probably, uh, 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 probably uh, hoedown. Is it real long? Yeah, it's a, it's an Aaron Copeland song. So right there, it's a fun thing. It's a hundred years old. Okay. And it's super amped up. Okay. And uh, indulgent. Everyone gets a chance to show off in the playing. Right, so it, but so it's kind of a race to see who can show off the most. Right. In 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 an allotted amount of time, which is also not when I say an allotted amount of time does not mean a short amount of time. Right. Minute they each have minutes at their own disposal. I have a question for you. Uh huh. Do you think they argued amongst themselves over who was going to wear what? Shirt on the cover of Love Beach. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was uh, uh, that they were pretty uh, hot and heavy about about the the image about whose shirt was buttoned lower than the other. I think so. I, I, I would I would bet they were very competitive. Very competitive, big, uh, big ego going going on there. Oh, well, well, getting back to your um, you know your wealth. Uh huh. You, you, you're able to subscribe to Sirius. That's a, that's uh -huh. a big deal. Well, that's not the big deal. Anybody could subscribe to Sirius. Not me. Uh-huh. Wait, how, you mean you can, you, you've had a job for, for years at, uh, 117 Flags over Newbridge. That's an amusement park job, which must be cool and pays and, right? That's gotta be a lot of fun. It's not fun. Why is it's it? Not. Why not? Well, look, my my job at 117 Flags is fun adjacent. You know, I uh, all I do all day is I track the water pressure on that damn log flume. I never even leave my office. Uh huh. Yeah, and it doesn't pay that well. Okay. I make seven dollars an hour. Uh huh. Well. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, I, you know, Milt. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry that you're you're in the situation you're in, but I I really can't help you on this one. I mean, you're 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 going to just have to kind of come clean and tell Cheyenne what you did. Oh, man. Hey, you know, 
I actually just remembered something. On Sunday night, um, I had fallen asleep on the couch, and I dreamt that you were like hovering over me, holding like a, I guess it would be like a machete. It was like the scariest dream I've ever had. Is, isn't that strange? I did not have a chance to tell you about the dream. No, that was me. Wait, you <coughs> you were actually watching me sleep holding a machete? Yeah, but then it? you started talking in your sleep about some bully who was trying to steal your wacky packages, yeah. and I got scared and I ran off. So what were you going to do before that, though? To stab me? Well... Look, I, I figured if you got stabbed and if you bled out, then the insurance money would go to Cheyenne and we could still put the kids through college and we'd be on Easley Street. Uh-huh. Uh, well, first of all, it's, it's, it's Easy Street, not Easley Street. And, mm. you know, if you had killed me, the money's not going to go to you. It's going to go to my wife. You're married? Yes. I've been married for, like, 15 years now. You know, Milt, I gotta just say, um, I got, um, this is, you crossed the line with this. And I, I gotta just, I gotta stand up to my, stand up to you here and protect myself and my family. And uh, I think I'm gonna have to call the police on this one. You do it everything in this garage's history! In what, where, what garage? Yours! Hold on a second. You're in my garage right now. Yes. We'll get and if you don't bring me a cashier's check for 50 large, I'm going to destroy everything in here. Milt, get out the of The motorcycles, the Progmobile, the vintage wacky packages collection, the, the Clifford suit, all your John Wetton autographs, everything. All right. First of all, how, how on earth did you get in my garage? Look, the security code is four digits. You have a Progmobile. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what those four digits might be. Yes, 2112. Get me that cashier's check! You know, I knew it with you. I knew it with you, Milt, from the second I met you when Cheyenne brought you in, uh, brought you to meet the family. I knew there was no way you were as laid back as you're always trying to put. It's all good, though. That stuff, I could see in your eyes you were nuts. Nuts? I'll show you nuts! You're going to show me nuts. Wait, what are, you, what are you doing? Milt, stop. What, are we, what is that? What are you doing? Hey! Hey! Milt! Stop! Stop! That's my stuff! That's my stuff, Milt! Stop! No, I'm not going to stop. Hey, wait. What's this thing that looks like a fake nuclear warhead? Milt, don't touch that. I'm serious. Don't touch that.
why did I buy uh, that warhead, first of all? I mean, look, it was at an estate sale. It was definitely priced to move, but no good could ever come from that. But, you know, when you're a collector, you're a collector. You see a thing and you got to have it. I got the bug. What am I going to do? Oh. When Terry and Good and Poochie get back, man, they're out at a canine Nutrisystem promo event. I'm dead. They're both going to kill me. Thanks, Milt. You ruined everything. Thanks again for listening to Best Show Best. Much thanks to Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martin Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, and of course, John Worcester. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Marsha Newmeyer. And, uh, yeah, you, the Best Show listener. Thank you. And if you like this, check out the full show every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight at thebestshow.net. And support The Best Show, patreon.com slash thebestshow. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.